Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The disciples approached Jesus and said, Who is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven? He called a child over, placed it in their midst, and said, Amen, I say to you, unless you turn and become like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever becomes humble like this child is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever receives one child such as this in my name receives me. See that you do not despise one of these little ones, for I say to you that their angels in heaven always look upon the face of my heavenly Father. What is your opinion? If a man had a hundred sheep and one of them goes astray, will he not leave the ninety-nine in the hills and go in search of the stray? And if he finds it, amen, I say to you, he rejoices more over it than over the ninety-nine that did not stray. In just the same way, it is not the will of your Heavenly Father that one of these little ones be lost. The Gospel of the Lord. It's great having our teachers here, our staff here. One more day, and then it gets real. Um, you're thinking about like just the first day of school, thinking about first for a lot of different things, and they're can be this natural like anxiety, intimidation, uncertainty. There's also that sense of joy and wonder and awe. Um, it's very much like being a little child experiencing something for the first time. And this gospel is so fitting. It'd be hilarious if it was, we had this on like the first like mass with the kids. That'd be really funny. But uh, not the case, which is fine. I think it's actually better this way. Because the task at hand uh, as, as adults is to care for these children, uh, to still have that childlike wonder in ourselves, um, and yet to be uh, the missionary, the witness, uh, the leader for them. And so our own childlikeness has to be an inspiration for their natural childlikeness. And I always remind people, it's uh, a childlikeness, it's not childlike, right? It's not running around doing crazy stuff, like, but there's this sense of like, whoa, what is that, right? Like, they're going to be, I mean, they've, they've been in the school, which is good, but the first mass they come to, they're probably going to be like, what are we doing? It's like, I don't know. It's like, it's fine, right? And so we, we have this great opportunity before us and I think especially, uh, you know, for, for the teachers who are new this year um, and, and teachers in general just who, you know, come from other faith traditions, like there's something unique about the Catholic Church, and we know that, and it's different than other things. Um, and there's lots of opinions about that, but I think about my first few weeks at St. Francis when I went there as an undergrad and wasn't Catholic and had to go to my first religion class and they're all talking about these 12 apostles and everyone knew what they were doing except for me and just like this sense of like you know you felt you felt separated and the first place I felt welcomed was actually at the mass because someone invited me to come they said yeah you come come to mass with us I'm like what is that and uh Luckily, they were really pretty girls that asked me to go, so I was like, of course I'll go. (laughs) 
And there that, there's this whole part about like holding hands or anything. I was like, of course I'll go and hold your hand. Yeah, clearly that worked out for me so well. <laughs> but it was this invitation. It was that sense of hospitality. And, and I was probably one of those lost sheep. And someone went out and found me and brought me back to the Father. And in the same way, we all have the opportunity to bring um, each other to the Father. We have, each other, we have the opportunity to bring each other to Jesus. Um, and so just this idea, like even Edith Stein, right? Like what did she do? She grew up in a very devout Jewish family, read the writings of St. Teresa of Villa, and said, I want to be Catholic, was baptized in 1922, became a religious sister, sent to Holland, and then ultimately during the, the Nazi occupation, uh, took her to Auschwitz where she was, she was killed, she was murdered. And yet she had this, this path of discovery, this childlikeness, this wonder and awe. Um, we don't ever want to lose that no matter how old we get, and especially for our little ones. We want to always encourage this wonder and awe. Like, so it's going to be exciting, it's going to be uh, crazy, it's going to be hectic, uh, but it's such an opportunity. If you get a chance today, I really recommend listening um, to the song Missionary Anthem. If you haven't heard it, it's an awesome song. Uh, probably easiest to find on YouTube. Um, just type in like Missionary Anthem. And it's, it's just, a, yeah, this idea of like we are being sent. We are being sent forward uh, to um, promote the kingdom of God. So maybe with the graces, the intercession of St. Gestein, um, the encouragement of the gospel, and just the reality that we all have this internal childlikeness that is good with a wonder and an awe. Um, bring that to the table of the Lord today.